0: So it's Isabel speaking, so I just wanted to let you know that this podcast was filmed for part of my A-Level Media coursework, my non-exam assessment, so I just wanted to let you know that this has all been recorded for the sake of my A-Level grade, um, based around my fictional website called FLAW, aka Fight Like a Woman. Um, I just wanted to give you that little warning before you go ahead and listen but this is our first episode that we've ever recorded and we're very grateful if you are here listening Um, so yeah there's your warning enjoy the episode thank you for listening okay hello and welcome back to the first episode of the floor podcast today I'm joined with Elise Taylor hello hello And my friend, Eleanor Briggs. Hello. And we're going to be talking all things internalised sexism and how we are aiming to bring women together. So on the Floor podcast, if you don't already know, we've got a website going, we've got social media. If you want to check it out, it's uk. And we are releasing this podcast to bring us all together in lockdown. So welcome and enjoy the episode. Okay, so the first thing that I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. was refusing to find comfort in other women's flaws. Okay. So this deals with internalised sexism mm-hmm. and I just wanted to define that for you guys. So internalized sexism, according to Wikipedia, guys. <laughs> so just saying Wikipedia um, <laughs> takes the form of sexist behaviours and attitudes enacted by women women toward themselves or other women and girls so I wanted to ask first have you guys ever felt like this takes place have you ever felt um a victim in internalized sexism Mm -hmm. and have you ever felt like you're actually applying it yourself
1: yeah I'll just jump in and say yeah go for it I think it applies for both so I think for internalized sexism it's kind of it's literally ingrained in you you know with our education just kind of with society as a whole just this kind of repetitive kind of thing saying you can't do that because you're a girl like I even say that to myself sometimes you know like oh why would you do that like you're a girl don't do that but why not you know um and it's like that classic example I, I like I see everywhere and it's like in like you'll be in school or something and a teacher says I need four strong boys to carry some chairs for me and yeah. I'm like I'm a girl, I wanna carry some chairs too. But it's like, <laughs> they're like I need four strong boys and I'm like, Well why can't a girl do it? Watch me.
0: Watch me <laughs> do it. Just Love watch me do it. Thing.
1: And it's it's really annoying. But I think as yeah. well because of how it's ingrained into you, sometimes kind of apply that to other people. And it's like there's right, it's like don't you think there's such a big deal made out of like women that are in like professions that are kind of male dominated you know like there's like um i was watching was was watching something the other day um, about a female blacksmith and it was like this massive hype around the fact that she's a woman yeah that she's a shout out to simon (laughs) (laughs) bonnie but anyway yeah so there's like this massive hype over the fact that she's a woman in like a male dominated field and i'm like that's amazing but there shouldn't be the need to do that
0: You know what I mean? I think another example of that was Kamala Harris. Obviously, she's Mm -hmm. the first vice president that's a female ever. But I think there was such a... Wow, she's a female. It's like she's she's qualified for the job. Mm. She's, Mm -hmm. you know why does a sex she's been matter? democratically elected yeah exactly just yeah. like she's been elected there was no like, fraudulent vote in there fraudulent vote. you cannot say oh that you cannot be shocked if someone was democratically elected even when donald trump right let's not get political but yeah. even when as an example the anomaly that trump was mm-hmm. got elected in you can't you can be surprised <clears> but <throat> you know this is america's vote like yeah. as long as they're voted in that's all that matters exactly um But yeah, Kamala Harris is a great example. Mm. But what I mainly wanted to focus on, um, just to draw away, it's actually interesting how you guys have picked up on men's role Mm. because I picked up on a woman's role. Okay. So like me as a person, I find myself a very competitive person. Yeah, me too. And I actually think that a big part of that was growing up in high school culture that has always been tainted by a competitive female presence. Mm. Um so the way in which even down to little things like who can do the hair the nicest, mm. who has the coolest bag, little things like that. Who got yeah. the book the coolest? Oh, you know that's I mean? so true. It's it's almost like um I found high school was a fight of who could pull the most boys, mm. who could Be the funniest girl. Who's the prettiest girl? Who is going to be head girl? It was like this constant pressure. And I actually didn't think that boys were necessarily a role in that, Mm. but they were a factor that the girls had pushed them into. Mm. Um, And I think that that is internalised sexism. And whilst I think that this has been pushed on by patriarchal um, institutions Mm. and tradition, I don't think that... It's women's fault, but I do think that women should hold other women and themselves accountable and that yeah. is what matters. Um, so I know Elise and Elliot are in a group chat with me, and I just wanted to mention this because I feel like this is something that we can relate to. So over lockdown, we've all had our little struggles and mm-hmm. we were formed this beautiful little group chat. And <laughs> we have all distanced and um some people found that hard, and that's completely fine. And their feelings are so validated. And one day, um, after a bit of repetitive strain in the group chat when people weren't replying, one girl let's call her Sarah. Yeah. So Sarah was a little bit upset, and rightly so. Like she had all the right to be upset, mm. but she was bringing other people down because of it. And I think that there's a difference between accountability and purely preying upon others to feel better about what happened and this is what I think internalized sexism mm-hmm. is in my brain I see it as breaking other people down to feel better about situations mm-hmm. um if you have bad friends hold them accountable but when people apologize and move on I would say that that is accountability and responsibility for what happened and that was a main thing in lockdown sorry I will you no, like, I do think that because of social media and because of pressures in this pandemic which i know we've all been struggling with yeah um i think it's actually ramped up the volume and i know social media has had yeah. a lot to do with that um so yeah sorry no, at i was say? just gonna say i think it's just really interesting how
1: we all have kind of or you know kind of contrasting ideas of what internalized sex is sex is gosh
0: sexism is to us I mean it's a big word I, I know stumbled
1: on it. Once. um but I mean they're not polar opposite but you know we've got kind of a different take on it I think that's very interesting because I think it also plays on your own experiences like you were saying about high school so you both went to mixed schools I went to an all-girls school
0: so, oh, god.
1: so <laughs> see that's
0: that's people's first reaction mm. people are like oh my mm. god like but I can tell from what you've told me that if anything it's a more relaxed yeah yeah so was the environment my school kind of experience was the same as Izzy's was Mm. it kind of the same for you or so
1: I think with the kind of elements of there being competition there being you know kind of who's the prettiest who's the funniest who's this who's that it's like it was the same in that kind of sense of the word but then because it was an all-girls school there wasn't ever this kind of like competition between gender so it wasn't mm. like who like the boys do this the girls do that there wasn't any kind of kind of competition here in like PE or sports or whatever but then there was competition among ourselves so it was like I don't know it was in a weird kind of way I feel like it could have been mm. worse because it was girls yeah girls. it sounds
0: more individual and yeah when you take boys out of the picture which let's be honest not everyone in school is straight like yeah can we just can we just emphasize that like the pressure put onto straight relationships in school which was unknowingly done was disgusting like I have gay friends that were like you know people would go up to them and they didn't understand that they were gay at the time mm. and like that's cool and it's like oh have you got a boyfriend like all this it's just fucking bullshit anyway um I probably shouldn't swear on this but <laughs> here we are welcome guys no um but I think that that's really important because it <clears> sounds <throat> like it's more ego based than um, based upon other people I mean I guess you
1: could say that but then that there are elements so in my opinion for me i right i didn't originally apply for an all-girl school i thought Mm -hmm. i'm gonna hate this this isn't gonna be right for me because i've always been quite competitive quite strong headed you know and when i was younger i was a lot more quite an opinionated person (laughs) but when i was younger i was more opinionated and didn't know where to draw a line and where to stop so i would Mm -hmm. would just kind of ah you know my opinion just kind of fall out of
0: my um which I think is an important life lesson yeah definitely not definitely um, um yeah but yeah so I think
1: that for me for me going into that old girls school being very skeptical and thinking this is going to be really you know catty and I'm not going to enjoy this and I think then enjoying it you know at the end and reflecting on and thinking actually that was probably the best decision I ever made or even after a year mm-hmm. of being there and kind of talking to friends that went to mixed schools and thinking yeah, this is actually probably a better decision for me because I didn't have those kind of pressures of, I mean, I'm a straight person, I fancy men. Um, Unfortunately, this, like, I, didn't ha- <laughs> I didn't have those pressures of having a, a relationship because within a learning school environment, um, because there was obviously no boys, so I feel like that took away a lot of distractions. But then we obviously mm. still talked about boys, and you know it was very very normal. But it kind of felt in sometimes like it was just like a big group of friends, you know, in some classes where you've all friends. Mm. So, but I think that yeah, it it was quite egotistical. Egot. Uh, I, please excuse me <laughs> if I say anything wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it was, and I think that there were definitely there was. In the school that I went to, there was definitely such a stark kind of social hierarchy you knew mm. you knew who was popular and you knew who wasn't popular
0: I was in them, but that in itself' is just a ridiculous kind of notion really I see that as a structure that is built upon the foundations of these ideas yeah of, like don't get me wrong, like competition in life generally speaking is part of the social hierarchy that's formed in society Mm -hmm. but when you are unaware of that of when you are a selfish child because that's what i know i was a selfish child all i could think about was my daily life something tiny went wrong and i was upset Mm. um you don't realize that and the fact that there was like clicks yeah um is quite interesting yeah it was it was
1: a very clicky um and I went from a very, very small primary school to a relatively big high school, so it was quite a shock for me as well in that kind of sense of the word um but yeah, it was very clicking. there was a definite social hierarchy, and the people at the top of the hierarchy you know they they could get away with murder, you know mm. even it was quite weird actually, because even i think i don't know I think there was just kind of this this asserted dominance that they had that even was kind of understood by the teachers as well that the, even the, t- the teachers knew the hierarchy you know mm. and I think yeah. I think it was just very interesting to see that but then it, I think it was at the start probably you know you know year seven year eight there was this kind of more apparent social hierarchy and this kind of you know more egotistical more competition you know and I think definitely because we were st- all started high school in 2014 kind of when social media and things were, you know, getting to be really quite big and things were kind of starting to become more part of everyday life. And, you know, you'd be putting on your Snapchat, your Instagram, your whatever. And I think with kind of growing up with social media in that kind of sense as well played a big part to it because if you're cool on social media, you're cool in real life as well. That was the kind of assumption that people had in my school, especially, um, or, you know, I don't know if that's different to anybody else's experience, but... Yeah, but then, so I think at the start and then at the end, the social kind of hierarchy was very different. Um, mm. Throughout kind of school, people changed a lot. People, you know, went up and down, the hierarchy, people, whatever. And then, but at, And that's sorry. okay. Exactly. Exactly. That's
0: self-discovery. Exactly. You know, and hierarchy shouldn't have anything to do with that because in that moment, you're a vulnerable child yeah. who's trying to understand yeah. life. We're only kids. And you're learning things every day that realistically on high school doesn't make you deal with greater depth it doesn't give you a sense of what society is about it just teaches you how to learn revise and prep for exams and that's that so i think that it's important to note that social media was our only educational resource Mm. that taught you how to interact with other people and that is why it's so interesting and i know ellie was talking about pros and cons of social media when we weren't talking over it before and i think as a generation z i mean Z, yeah. but it sounds better saying gen z doesn't yeah it? um we were all born in the early 2000s but don't worry we're not that young don't <laughs> you worry about it um but we're not going to tell you when we were born because that's just strange but um <laughs> but we grew up with social media yeah. and i do think that it was are only I think that's a really strong and powerful tool when you're not sure of what when you're being taught subjects that have nothing to do with life skill or experience this was your subject Mm. social media allowed you to engage with other people engage with famous people why are they attractive stereotypes is why they're attractive yeah and we wanted to then use that on ourselves and I think that that was very like destructive yeah. it got me used to destructive behavior I know it got you to into destructive behavior mm. um and I think that it's played a massive role and I'm glad that in lockdown people are finally starting to take time out mm. um because it has definitely shaped the way that I view other women I think um sorry sorry <laughs> I think it's really interesting
1: well that you say how we grew up with social media we did and that's the
0: thing but then mm. we also had it was, it's part of our daily yeah. life. But it's like, it's not just a, it, you know, it's not just yeah. a resource like, anymore. In college,
1: we're encouraged to go go and follow the college Twitter, go and, you know, and it's like, well, what if I don't have Twitter, whatever, but anyway, so what I was going to say was that it's, we did grow up with social media, but then we also grew up without it. You know what I mean? At the same mm-hmm. time, I'm there, I always say, and I say it to my brother as well, me and my brother were uh, 19 months apart, so you know we kind of say similar age, um, and we always say we're very grateful for the fact that we didn't have social media as children, as in young mm. children,
0: in the way that children do exactly today, like for example yeah exactly,
1: yeah. Um, and I'm very lucky for the fact that I, when I was five and six nobody had
0: a phone. We went outside. I watched Mm. VHSs. I had a video player. (laughs) You know, I had. I know. I had. I had a video. I cannot thank my mum enough for for when I asked in year six, "Can I have an iPad?" I cannot thank her enough for saving me all the old Instagram private names and people being able to find old selfies of me with dog filters on. I am so thankful for that. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Caroline. I was like, we love you. (laughs) I was one of the last
1: people to get social media and I had to really ask my dad I was like dad please can I get it? please please can I get it and he was mm. very very hesitant which I'm very grateful for but even when I did first get social media as I'm when I talk social media I talk so, so Snapchat and Instagram I didn't have mm. any Twitter or I don't even think musically or TikTok whatever you want to call it was around at that point you know so um yeah and I I'm very grateful for the fact that I got to have a normal childhood in the sense that mm. I didn't have these additional pressures that kids have today. And I'm glad that I got to go outside and play and interact with kids because nowadays, like I, um, my little cousins and stuff, that, that if if they're acting up or if they won't be quiet, here's a tablet. You know, <laughs> not as in medication, as in here's your eyes. Yeah, here's it's your, it's your eyes. That's
0: what came to my brain. Kids with eyes. Yeah, here's.
1: Your, <laughs> here's your iPad, be quiet. You know, but I see, like, I've been out for meals and stuff and there'll be kids there with an iPad at the restaurant. And I'm like, mm. what? For us, it was DS's.
0: No, but though. it wasn't even I'll DS's. Have <laughs> a colouring <laughs> book. Here's your yes. colouring book. I think, yeah. especially you know? at the table so and kind of restaurants, it's unhealthy for children yes. not to yeah. interact, interact with other people, adults, other children, and be civilised. Yes. So mm. I just wanted to ask, so how do we feel that internalized sexism has been linked in to how we've grown as people like where you are now I just want to ask I know Ellie was talking about social media I just wanted to ask how you think that this what we're talking about this growing up with social media how do you think this Reflected upon internalized sexism. Could you just give us a little explanation? I was talking more along the lines of of kind of bringing ideals forward. So, I was, for example, cellulite. I didn't think it was quote unquote bad. It's not, it's natural. Mm. Yeah. Hey, cellulite's cute. Like, cellulite is is cute. Very normal. Beautiful. But social media puts a spin, like a negative spin on these kind of natural elements of your body. And it's not always a a male body, it's a female body. And I think TikTok as well, it's kind of opened my eyes a little. We are, with film, the industry and kind of all of those aspects, we're more open to the female body rather than the male body. If that makes mm. sense. Isn't it strange how we can sit yes. and critique the female but body? But not the male body. And yet the male body has nothing wrong with it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Amazing.
1: Plus amazingly size. in trend.
0: Yeah. Chiselled. Amazingly in trend. Fabulous. And I actually do think that that is down to women. Sorry. I understand that media industries are more headed by men than women, but I think that in the modern day with social media, the audience is more powerful mm. than the producer. And it's like and,
1: these, sorry, yeah. these kind of male um, body types are kind of, they are in a way sexualized by women in a weird kind of way, mm. you know, or by straight women, by whatever, um, you know, kind of as being the ideal body type for a boyfriend, for a husband, you know, and it's like, a lot of women, like I've seen things that say, like, if you don't have a, if you don't have abs, don't talk to me. Oh, if you've got, a da- if you've got, a <laughs> isn't it da- crazy? If you've got a dad bod, be my boyfriend. And it's like, what's wrong with you? Like, it, it did, do you, did, you not learn about personality mm. over appearance? <laughs> well, <laughs> I also
0: think that, um, so like, for example, with social social media, yeah. I think that it's gone too far. Yeah. And The problem, the problem with female bodies in social media is that they don't need highlighting yeah um i think this is my personal opinion um you can you can stand there and you can squeeze your bum until you get a bit of cellulite or you can stand there naturally with cellulite already there personally i don't want that in my feed i don't feel like i should be constantly reminded all the time People like Emily Clarkson, right? I love you. I love you. And Chessie King, if you don't already follow Chessie King, I would really recommend following Mm. Chessie King. I just bought her book and it's incredible. And um, yeah, I think that especially in lockdown, I think people just need to let go. Feminism is important. It's an ideology. It is very important to recognise what's wrong and to recognise that we are flawed, but we are also beautiful. But whilst saying that, we should do that as individuals you don't need to do that for likes yeah and I think that people just need to kind of drop it because the more that things are hyped essentially the more controversy they make and if you were just to let people deal with it in peace um could be a great way and I think that's why I personally detoxed my Instagram a long time ago I I know we all went through Face of body image, which is what we're going on to next. I just wanted um, just to quickly say. So, um, yeah, I think there's a level of anonymity on social media. So there's kind of. Mm. Firstly, can you define the word for me? Give us a word anonymity. of the day. Give us a word of the day. To me, anonymity is kind of this—you separating yourself, especially on social media some so-called keyboard warriors they kind of separate themselves (laughs) from real life and social media and they allow themselves to comment on posts as this kind of different person and kind of put others down which kind of obviously links with this internalized sexism that we're talking about um i just think that well it's just weak isn't it and I think but how yeah, could you mm. stop it because no you can't <laughs> that's exactly. the power of social media that's the power of the yeah. internet but as we were also so, talking about there's also positives surrounding social media yeah, so as you definitely. mentioned before Emily Clarkson has been my godsend in lockdown Mm -hmm. in lockdown yeah she's just this powerful lady who's done marathons and she's kind of focused on herself and i just really admire her for that yeah so i'm gonna lead us into um another point that we want to talk about so moving on we have discussed internalized sexism and how we feel and i think that this remains a key topic throughout um what we're going to talk about today so the second thing i wanted to talk about was firstly the 21st of june Woo! hell yeah hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah let's see it very Boris, excited thank you let's go we've only got i think it's like 100 and something days <laughs> yeah. we it count was 116 down. <laughs> sophia and Chinzia told me this oh. morning on a podcast so just saying um we are counting down we are ready to go um mm. and how the twenty first of June has put extra pressure on body image. Yes. So linking back to this social media, um, over lockdown, you've been there, we've done whisk Coffee. Ooh, What's I it called? Is there like Bolog- a name it like, for
1: it? Isn't it called but um like Bologna Coffee?
0: Yeah, we've done Chloe Ting. Yeah. We've done one really in a day. But Natasha Ocean, another great person to follow on social media. Honestly, <laughs> I should get paid for this. Sponsors. Um has reviewed these what I eat in the days and actually found that these are like 13, 14-year-olds. Dalgona! Sorry. Help them. Dalgona coffee. <laughs> <You better> be. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, that Greek whisk coffee. I actually haven't tried it. I tried. tried. I but um, also failed. So... But finding that these girls on TikTok are eating less than a third They're of what they into. should be as they are growing adults.
1: Toxicity
0: um, is that, but I think that you can't put it any better than that, can you? I think lockdown has been a complex and difficult time for an individual. Um, exercise has been struggle for most people, simply moving your body, finding time for fresh air, it's all been a push. Yeah, um, there's a lack of inspiration as well, Definitely. And I know. That I've always struggled with body image I still do to this day mm. and personally I would say that I'm the strongest and fittest that I have ever been and yet I still find issues with my body and I think that the 21st of June um, isn't helping that I've seen many of the Winnie the Pooh memes you know me looking in the mirror with four weeks left for my hot yeah. girl summer body and you know I'm mm. all here for hot girl summer like I'm here for it but you don't need to change for hot girl summer, like you are a hot girl already. For me, yeah? though, hot girl summer has a yeah. has a different meaning to the,
1: like body image. Okay, like mm. as Miss Megan the Stallion <laughs> says, for like oh. she like for me, her kind of message with hot girl summer is not necessarily being like a skinny little twig. It is having that mentality and that kind of yeah, towards yeah towards Mm. being your best self and going out there and getting that enjoyment yeah exactly and I think for me um hot girl summer is about positivity and having a good time during the summer months Mm. but then having a beach body and being beach body ready is very different to that because hot girl summer you're a hot girl no matter what you know it's a mentality Mm. it's a a way of life
0: that is true
1: that kind the hot girl summer is very different to a being beach body ready because being beach body ready is very image focused but then being hot girl summer ready is very kind of mentally focused yeah so but yeah carry on i think just wanted to
0: say that yeah so i think it's important to note that we're all from the northwest of england so um i'm from greater manchester um, we've got Lucy Tay, who's in. Am I right in saying Liverpool? <laughs> no. Is your and I'm, Mer- I'm, Mer- I'm Merseyside. She's Merseys- Merseyside. Merseyside. Um, <laughs> I'm talking tears here, you see. This is where I'm going. Yeah. Um, I've taken these from Ellie B's show notes. <laughs> Can I just say they are beautiful? Well, um, good. And Ellie B is, I'm not going to say where you're from. Lancashire. I'm from Lancashire. So Ellie's in the Lancashire borough (laughs) and Lancashire, her specific area of Lancashire, though, not all of Lancashire, has been in tier three, um, been in lockdown and then in tier three. So tier three, if you aren't already aware, I'm sure we already know how awful tier three is. It's essentially a lockdown. So Ellie B has been in a lockdown since this time last year. It's officially a year's anniversary of lockdown in 20 days. Mm -hmm. Um, would you days can she survive this and um you've also had some really ups and downs in lockdown and we've me and Lisa tay have been there for the whole ride haven't we we Lee? have and indeed. Um, i think that ellie has a lot of things to say about body image because arguably i think i can say this as well walking past the mirror every day and seeing myself in joggers and sweats hasn't been the most <laughs> confidence boosting <laughs> activity yeah but um but yeah i think it's important to note that because of this lack of social activity interaction it's been strange with the between world. <laughs> yeah because we're social beings i think we rely on other people's judgment yeah, and definitely. um so not going out is then going well who's gonna judge me and then you're kind of letting yourself do that and it's a bad trait to hold mm. and we all do it we all judge ourselves but um i think lockdown for ellie has been awful <laughs> yeah. and i know you were gonna mention um some things that have helped and also how body image has affected you so if you just wanted to like run through your body yes, image in of lockdown. Course. That's so bad. in about march last year i was not not the most healthiest that I've ever been um mentally and yeah. physically I think or March okay. last year it was a very hard time um so obviously we used to go to college four times a week and I used to come mm. home and it was so tiring so we just wouldn't yeah. be able to have the kind of balance, as Izzy likes to say, um, of work mm. and we love a good balance. Here. We do indeed. We are advocates yes. of balance. So I kind of <laughs> lost my motivation for school completely. Uh, I think it was lockdown was the was it the twenty-eighth of March? Possibly the twenty-first, I, I think 21st. that yeah yeah I think
1: it so was I completely
0: lost motivation. I didn't do school work for the rest of the year so bearing in mind July when we finished school, we were the same oh, yeah, when we were, we were there. <laughs> so I just didn't, yeah. I couldn't. I, I've, I struggle to focus on things. So that's kind of what I've learned from this lockdown um, that I need to focus. And especially being in your bedroom, it's kind of that, as I mentioned before, that kind of balance between work and personal. And if you're in there 24 7, it's going to blur the lines quite heavily really isn't it um
1: yeah definitely
0: so body image for me in March was just not very good and I think that um social media on that kind of being especially TikTok I think glorified that weight loss especially in the first lockdown mm. um to get that kind of physically I don't, just yeah aesthetically pleasing Uh, and i played into that a lot um but i think an important thing is to think as well so like mm, ellie got really into running yeah yeah, she was a yeah i was gonna call you a skinny legend then but that that has no value sorry being skinny has no value bad bad brain from me um but so Ellie had goals to go running and as soon as she started running her goals changed and I think that that is very important to remember mm. you can lose weight once you've lost that weight your goals will continue to become more drastic and I've been there Elise has been there um the minute that you reach a goal you're changing it to the next and um I think that it was amplified by being alone yeah um, I definitely, but I think but what I was gonna ask about was so Elise mm-hmm. with body image for the twenty first of June. Yeah. Like firstly, how excited <laughs> are we? Because like that's incredibly excited. Um and second, what are your main issues with body image in terms of summer this year? And do you feel like you've had extended pressure because of the lockdown? Mm-hmm. And Um, just give us a little insight into how you're feeling about that in terms of the internalized sexism that we spoke about earlier um so
1: i am very very excited for the 21st of june a bit of normality Um, (laughs) aren't we all ciao very excited um i've had to isolate for the majority of this past year because my dad is extremely vulnerable so i mean i've not even really been able to go out to the supermarket and stuff when things have been getting really bad in my area and things. Can we just um, know that he
0: has got the vaccine? So, yeah, we've got the vaccine. Yes, mm, he yes. had his first dose. So. He
1: has had his first dose of the vaccine, which is amazing news. And the second is booked, oh, so we're very very incredible. happy about that. But yeah, so it has been it's been a very difficult year for us because we've been on this kind of heightened level of anxiety about the virus and it coming into our house um but yeah in terms of body image so this year I've definitely struggled a lot and I'm like Izzy like you said like you feel right now that you're kind of mentally and physically kind of as strong and in the best shape of, as you've been I feel like I'm not quite like that um I've struggled a lot mm. this
0: and that's okay exactly it's absolutely
1: fine because it's it's all kind of progression and you know we're getting to where we want to be um mm. but yeah so I think I've really struggled with body image and things. Um, I think because this is the first time I've been very lucky to be quite like slender and athletic because I've always done a lot of sports. So I've never really found that I've put on a lot of weight. Um, mm. But I I have done over this kind of lockdown, which was quite a a weird thing for me because I've, as I said, I've been very, very lucky never to have to, um, to really do that. Um, mm. But yeah. So I think that, um, one the main thing that kind of started kind of my body kind of negativity was I've struggled with my skin a lot um I've had to be Mm. on like medication and stuff for my skin to try and clear it up and it does fluctuate a lot um and I've had quite bad skin since probably I was about 11 so you know seven years so it's been very very up and down for me and I think that's kind of where it all started but in terms of kind of coming out of this lockdown now I'm working out again I, I didn't I wasn't working out until we got that announcement, which I think reflects a lot because I'm like, I want to look good, you know? But then mm. I feel like I want to do it for myself, definitely, because I want to feel good about myself. But at the same time, I yes. think that reflects on this kind of internalised sexism again, because I'm kind of like, well, I need people to see that I've been working hard and I've been looking good. That
0: right there is so significant. Yeah. Can I just yeah. say that what do we want? What we want is given to us via the foundations of what we're drip fed Mm. throughout life. None of our own opinions are essentially our opinions. We form it from different resonating experiences, different people giving us information. That is where we get our opinions from. So when we say you've got to do it for you, we don't care you think oh well you know obviously your opinion isn't your opinion but that doesn't matter what you need to do when doing this for you is remember what it's all about it's yeah. about getting there it's also about once you get there it isn't going to stay the same no, it's, of course everything it's not. will change you will always have ups and downs in life and it's just good to keep that in the back of your brain and I do think that when we all get upset which and we do fine. quite often yeah. you know usually <laughs> we're um yeah <laughs> it's good to remind each other of that and it's good to remind ourselves exactly. of exactly
1: and I think that having like a good support system like I've got with you like I've got with my friends from home as well um I think it really it really has such a massive impact and having my, my dad me and my dad are really really close and I do talk to him about kind of how I feel kind of body wise you know and it's got quite sad in the fact that he can say to me, oh, you're beautiful, you whatever. And it's literally just a sound to me. It doesn't actually have any meaning because, like, I I do not feel great about myself. Like, I will just say that. I, I do not feel great about myself um, at mm. the moment. I mean, but then it literally, I mean, but then that's right now. And maybe this evening I could think, oh, I look kind of cute right now. Or, Oh, I feel a bit better. Mm. And it's, it's very much kind it fluctuates. of fluctuates. Yeah, definitely fluctuates. But I think there is kind of this resounding kind of, I don't feel amazing right now. Um, but, you know, it as I say, we are getting a lot better. And I think that's a lot of kind of mental kind of training as well at the same time, as well as physical. Because I think over this past year, I know that we all have definitely kind of advanced mentally. And I think that through kind of speaking with each other and just kind of experiences with a global pandemic has definitely kind of shifted my opinions yeah. and shifted the way I kind of view life in a sense and kind of just the way that things have been going on. Um, because I, I over when we finished college last year in March, um, I had been struggling quite a lot in from summer of 2019 till you know till when to when we stopped and went into a lockdown um because like things had happened you know being teenagers as we are and I I really struggled with mental health and things in the sense that I was quite down a lot of the time and I was struggling with motivation and just kind of being positive um and life, life mm. was really starting to get quite good again because I in I I'm I I don't really I'm trying to figure out a way to word this um the people that I was friends with at school it wasn't necessarily the best environment for me at all and I Mm. only realized that when I kind of went to college and we kind of went our separate ways and things which for me was very beneficial I kind of I went through the same Um, thing it's quite almost toxic is the word that I'd I'd yes yes definitely And and it is challenging as well, Mm. because these girls have been my Mm. closest friends for three years, even though even during that time, I didn't necessarily feel very, very comfortable. But they
0: Mm -hmm. were my friends
1: and I didn't at that time. I wasn't necessarily mentally educated enough to realise this isn't healthy for me.
0: I think as well, when you're put into big groups of people at high school, you don't realise who you drift to because you are forced with these people and growing apart is completely fine yes. and i do think that conflict is natural when you don't click mm. with people but because you don't you're not aware in school you're expected to get on with everyone yeah. it doesn't matter if you have different upbringings or mm. anything and i think when you get older you have a tighter knit group yeah. of people and i don't understand why you are supposed to have a massive you know limitless That's a friendship very, very group good in point. school Um, But I also think that in doing so, it's great because you get to meet people to help you discover where you belong. And, um, yeah, I know that obviously things like high school changing rooms, constant comparison, Mm. which is things that Ellie picked up on. Um, And to be honest, I don't feel like it's built me too much the way I am today. Because I think lockdown has helped me kind of yeah. drop a lot of those negative feelings. I think, but one thing that lockdown hasn't helped me with is my calorie counting, which I know Ellie wants to talk about. Um, so I think Ellie's witnessed my downfall with calorie counting. And I think that that's probably why she's brought it up. So just a little run through. I started losing weight as soon as I lost school. I left school because I wanted to look good in my prom dress i've never looked back since um i lost quite a bit of weight i think i lost like two stone but then since i have pretty much put it back on but it's now muscle so i'm like i say the strongest i've ever been i never looked back since starting weight training Um, but a toxic mannerism that i have developed is my fitness pile now as it is it's a great tool i'm sure you've seen it before you've heard about before great tool, but um it's become obsessive and to the point where I loved my Weetabix this morning and I'm well aware that like I eat fine I might have a gingerbread in the day but apart from that I eat whole foods I eat things that are good for me I am very guilty of being obsessive like this and I know Ellie is too and lockdown hasn't helped at all um so yeah yeah so we're talking about me running before so i used to go about five times a week and that was Mm. quite new that was march was kind of my switch the switch in my head kind of went off and i was like right it was it It was exciting i used to go with uh, my friend because we were allowed to do that um under the law on your state approved exercise Exercise once a day (laughs) five k maybe five times a week so I um, used. That's impressive. Thank I must you. say. I can't run five k And also, just to, just to point out, it was very kind of exercise to me. Then was about weight loss, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, mm. but then with the calorie counting, it kind of became really obsessive. So I would mm. obviously log my mm. uh, the calories that I'd burnt. So I have like a, a smartwatch, so it's you know burn them anyway. I log them. Um but then I wouldn't eat, so I wouldn't eat breakfast, lunch, and p- dinner some days. Yeah, coffee she'd have I'd coffee, run off yeah. That's coffee, all she'd right? have. that's not healthy. Um so I could see that like, the load no, low accounts on the app. Which is awful. And I have come mm. a long way. That was about June, July time. But I guess that made you feel it, good it, though, it didn't it? It made me feel amazing. And I have lost a lot of weight. Well, like... the thing is, the science behind yeah. it is that she did lose a lot of weight because you do lose a weight from energy balance. And I just wanted to say, if you are going to lose weight, that's the right way to, in terms of theory, mm. that's the right way to go about it. But cutting your calories that low no. is not sustainable no. and it's not good for your Since brain. then, I've um, kind of, we've and, kind of talked about this. It's yeah. like adopting almost like not a diet mentality but if i'm craving something i will eat it because small amounts of it because then i won't mm. i want. not i used to binge in like absolutely do you not you feel no. guilty though? not anymore everything yeah. everything yeah. in moderation exactly. everything yeah. in moderation um, how do you expect do you really think that all you're going to be eating is chicken rice and veg for the rest no. of your life was 17 no. years you know old what? 17 that is and 18 great. Like, in this chat yeah it is chat, tasty yeah. That's like another yeah. like, 60 odd years of eating so. chicken and rice. No, thank no, you. That.
1: I want a burger, so yeah, sorry about burger and, chips
0: please. <laughs> burger and yes. chips, please. Burger and yes. chips? Yes. <laughs> we want waggers. So All I round. think that mm, exercise. I want <laughs> a, <laughs> a bit for <boy>. <laughs> So I think <laughs> that exercise is kind of, it's be, obviously for you. And like, I, I've recently, in the last week, <laughs> began like stretching every day and you know what that's helped me because you kind of I really like put that. some lo-fi music on mm-hmm. chilling and kind of stretching mm. just before yeah we love kind of constantly improving yourself and I think yeah yeah it's exactly. easing yourself into it's the like day a type well. of yoga, exactly. well oh, oh, yoga you know
1: even just stretching mm. oh we, we love do. yoga in this house we love
0: yoga like um sorry Continue. yeah no, it's okay. I just whilst we're talking about this, one of the other things that we decided we want to talk yes. about was friendships yeah. and quarantine. So, I, in terms of bettering ourselves, I do oh, think it's oh, a yeah. massive yeah. role. And one hundred, they say that you get eighty percent of your traits from like twenty percent of the people uh-huh, that you yeah. spend your time with. So it's ridiculous! I think <laughs> it's right. ridiculous oh, ridiculous how so, much like oh, maybe. Yeah. We we might as well be (laughs) kind of one Northern girl. (laughs) We are, but I think the good thing that between our group we are very philosophically minded. But at the same time, we're very different Mm. people. We've had
1: different kind of upbringings in that kind of sense. Different, we all come from very different backgrounds.
0: We're actually all very different, even
1: though we might seem the same because we're all just kind of teenage white (laughs)
0: girls. (laughs) Yes, we are definitely Mm. in positions of knowledge. Um, in the situations we that we've had in lockdown um you know we're all able to go out into mm-hmm. a garden yeah. and appreciate the sun we're able to go walking and not have anything happen to us which by the way if you're a man listening oh my god that is... thing when we run not... down or stop we're Please sick of stop that. Stop filming me when I run and oh. then I have to call. <laughs> yeah. It makes me. There's nothing to yeah. film. I am exercising. I have... Thank yeah. you. Please do not take it to <laughs> me because it's not very nice. I also wanted to talk about. It, yes. Sorry to keep coming back to my first year, go but on, it was go kind of go pinnacle, for it. You know? Anyway, um, so we just, just it uh, It's crazy <laughs> that we were allowed to do this, but we went on a. Um, London we school trip. trip, college trip, um, to London. Oh, yes. The trip, yes, <laughs> where we bonded. We did. I, I think lot. this was the main mm. part of our friendship. Hell I think yeah. we all shared a room. Just we kind concept. of cemented our friendships, um, and not just on this trip. Just kind of in general, we cemented our friendships, and then that was drastically taken away from us because that was the first within time. two weeks In, within yeah. two yeah.
1: weeks because that was the first time as well we'd, we'd, we'd gone been, from like touching everything and not to, hands, to which to
0: me now is yeah. strangers. that's
1: the thing because it's it is but yeah. 21st of june baby yeah. i think as well i think back <laughs> on that tube don't you worry
0: about London. it we're gonna
1: be there. that definitely was for us a very Mm. important kind of bonding thing because it was the first time we'd all been away from that kind of college environment it's like our first trip together outside of that type of environment where we really got to let our hair down a little bit and it wasn't like oh let's Mm. go to class you know I mean it wasn't kind of oh we need to do this work it was there was none of that kind of stress or pressure it was literally we could just be friends and we could just be who who we were and just kind of then we were on a train for what? So, oh. basically, on the trip, there were... Goodness gracious. Oh, it was a disaster. <laughs> just was was disasters. A disaster. And we... Sorry, disasters, disaster, whatever. And um, we had to... We, we ended up being I on a train for, like, yeah. eight hours or something
0: ridiculous. Well, yeah, I think the only way to sum it up is we got to the train station at Preston. <laughs> we Preston. Um, uh, yeah, quarter, quarter, to was it, like, quarter, quarter to eight. Quarter to eight in the morning. Eight, something like... Right, so we were there for quarter to eight, planning to uh-huh. get to London by lunchtime. Yeah. If, earlier. Um, we got to London at seven <laughs> o'clock at night, yeah? Yeah. Let me just take that in. So we got to the train station 11 We were hours, supposed to be in yeah? Wicked at seven hours o'clock. We yeah. were meant to
1: arrive. But yes, like, I think um, that kind of time of just yeah. kind of being stuck on train platforms and in public transport for all that time, sat with strangers, it it definitely just where we got to kind of endure that kind of pain together
0: because we are all we are all, i have yeah. no shame in admitting that i'm a control freak <laughs> yeah. um and i think that we, we all are like really, a bit of control absolutely. somehow um and i think that the fact that we were so out of control mm. and yet we had nervous,
1: um
0: seemed to really help god me. yeah definitely um, and i think that that is a very interesting thing leading us back into the lockdown mm. um about how leaning on each other um has been very helpful because we've had 100%. no control um for context we only found out that our exam like the way in which our exams are happening last yeah. week and our exams are what were meant to be how many months away in May so it's March now in two <gasps> months so oh. less than eight weeks before our exams are meant to start we have been told how we're going to be examined but we haven't actually been told how we're going to be examined so this it's lack of control controls, isn't um, which has I been really need to no matter your life <laughs> no matter your job no matter what's going on in your life currently as students this is our yeah. focus but for everyone there's been some uncertainty and there still is um and friendships have been great so how have you guys dealt with this and I also think the phrase balance has been one that I've repeated Mm. quite a lot um what does balance mean to you so I think for me
1: balance is very much so I think balance goes a few ways so it's kind of personal life work life kind of family life that that so when I say personal life I mean Mm. kind of me like my free time work life being college my job and things and then obviously family time you know spending time with you and the family and then friend time as well so I think it's a balance between all of those um I think there's for me there's definitely been a very kind of obvious tilt towards the personal time because all I seem to do is kind of have Martin marathon. <laughs> um or you know what do you to the early hours of the morning um and then i think i've neglected my work life I, this since coming back to college this year there has been a massive kind of kind of kick mm. up the arc if i can say that um in terms of you know really trying to better myself and i think now as well since realizing it sounds also near after hearing it just say there's less than eight weeks i think i'll probably be investing more time into that as well <laughs> i wish, yeah, I'd, thank not you. I wish um, I'd not said um... that <laughs> So I think that there'll kind of be more onto that. And it's finding that, and then obviously mm. family time as well. I live with my with my family, and um, I think as well, mm. find... Um, We're all blessed. Um, yes, we are. Very, family. very, 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 very privileged and very lucky. Um, and we recognise that, we really do. Um, so I think that, you know, it's finding a sweet balance between all of those. And I think it's difficult within a lockdown, because obviously the way that we learn the way that i mean i'm i can't work at the moment obviously because i work in you know the way I, my job and things so um i think it's it's lockdown shifted the way that we view that balance definitely we're we're spending more time with our families because we're at home all the time and the way that we learn as well you know being online it's very different to how it would be if we were in a classroom or you know in kind of slightly normal normaler mm. times um but i think it's mm. yeah finding that balance and I think it's very important to have that downtime, to have that time with yourself and allow yourself to have that Marvel Marathon or watch YouTube to the early hours in the morning. Um, But at the same time, I think for myself, this is something I'm kind of saying to myself and as well to you guys like, I need to definitely still work hard within kind of my academics and within my Mm. job and things and not neglect that just because there's been a global pandemic. Like, the world still does go mm. round, you know? As awful as that might kind of sound. True. Um, but, yeah. Well,
0: as well, we're doing this for our to mm. secure our spots for the next three, four years. Four years so for, me. for us, there's been quite... I think it's looking like four yeah. for all of us. <laughs> I think we're all so sick of um, being at home yeah. that adding another year on is But then not again, you that we're so sick of being home.
1: I very weirdly it. enjoy this and feel very uncomfortable like going back out into the outside world i if i feel very comfortable right now and i don't really want to go back to college i i enjoy this way would you living. say
0: that you, you know, i know you i've grown well. closer yes. to my family definitely i have also distanced from a lot of yeah. people but i grown think closer what to i wanted to talk select. about was i think the, the yeah, lockdown I think. and taking space from friends physically has actually grown so it, we've kind of there's growth in friendships Mm. especially for Mm -hmm. us three so
1: 100 definitely the
0: term well at the end of the day I think the term living in each other's pockets is quite relevant here with social media we are able to connect daily all the time 24 7 if we wanted to and I think being at college for four days a week and then being on social media as well as is yeah and I think that space from that like you said uh Lisey kind of personal time balance as well as <laughs> keeping those friendships is really important um it is hard it's hard as
1: stupid yeah. as stupid as it sounds it's like pressure put on you it but not it is. it's hard and you know I don't like the term
0: fate I think it's ridiculous anyway but I think what will be dear oh I just not I like hard. that term I like because yeah. I see yeah. I see what will be will that's be. My that's my motto. Well that's, Girl, that's what I've I think. written that down here. It's like what will be what what will yeah. be will
1: be. And if it's, it's meant to be because, and, yeah, work out. sorry to put oh, in Ellie
0: exactly but i think what i said to ellie yesterday was something really um probably one of the best pieces of oh, advice I've ever given um, <laughs> not to wrong is he is a very <laughs> yeah, very good, so
1: ad- good advice giver i will say that um i've just read a lot of self-help <laughs> Smith, books you in all fairness
0: <laughs> i can yeah, give it but i can't you're never it. not reading
1: a self-help <laughs> book so
0: but um, I don't know what we were talking about. We were talking about... Something Eleanor was silly. Something to do with, oh, accommodation. Um, uni applications. And... Yeah. That's what it was. She was upset that very she minuscule. might not get into the accommodation <sighs> that she wants There's to get Or... No,
1: well, it's, that, not, um, it's not. It's not. It's The people worry. who she'll
0: live with will not get on with her. And <laughs> I think my advice is pretty good. So, basically, I said to her, you know, everything is a life lesson. Um if you get into that accommodation, great, good for you. You might meet some lovely people. Mm. You might find that your flat is really annoying. But then someone that you get on with goes, well, come in my flat. And these are the best mates that you ever make. And you could settle with your flat. You could, you know, the possibilities are endless. And if it goes wrong, you learn something Mm. from it. And that was what I think is so interesting. And I think that everything that we've talked about today is a life lesson. Whether it goes right or wrong, it's you learn from it. And that is what's forming the basis of our conversations. Like, how cool is that? Like, we're talking about things because we've experienced bad and yeah, good exactly. things. And discussion is what we all mm. need. Um, it's all good, yeah. oh, I've just So sorry, of, Ellie. Feel I've free to carry on. Of that. Um, rep- repression of my feelings and I don't kind of talk about them. It's just very... I squeezed them down and then, but you two have been a really good help and you've kind of, it's all good that you've Thank actually you. really helped me a lot and you know it, they, you they, are yeah. so
1: welcome. That's what and it's do. the same to you guys as well. I don't really, I think that having kind of friends from you know we've we are different people yet we are quite similar and I think having people with different perspectives and things really does help. And I think as well, you Mm. guys are you guys know what you're talking about when it kinda comes to advice. I will say (laughs) these girls are very, very, very good at giving advice, which and I'm very grateful for that. So you know I
0: will turn mm, to if I need some We love a bit of We do
1: we love it. I'm very
0: we love a bit of cringe. We we, we're gonna love
1: it, you know. But I think that definitely I think being friends with you guys and stuff and Having this kind of support mm. system and this ad- and this mm. advice re- no, it really helps. It does because mm. I'm a very anxious person. You guys know this. So I'm very anxious and I will worry about absolutely mm. anything.
0: I think that that's one of the reasons that we all connect. Yeah, because we worry. Because we all have <laughs> similar... Yeah, definitely, which aren't the healthiest. No. But, but we're, we're well, working on way
1: Yeah, and we're helping exactly. each other. Yeah, we're, he- T- we're helping each other get together. We're helping
0: each other get better together. You know? no. we're not pointing out each other's no. problems. We're holding each definitely. other accountable. If Elise wakes up and she's like, you know what, I hate it's myself. just a bad no, no it's just a bad day. <laughs> get yourself <laughs> together. Get yourself together. A, yeah, Have a shower. Put some mascara. Mascara makes the world different. Put Put some chains on. We love bit yeah. Harry Styles. Oh, whack yeah. him on. Woman. You are that woman. Absolutely. Exactly. Um, and that is what's important here. We're holding each other accountable. We're, like Elise says she's anxious. Elise, you are yeah. anxious. So am yeah. I, so is Ellie. Um it's, but we're working it's on part it. Of growing up. And that is a great yeah. little nugget of information <laughs> and life and advice. Um so I, I think feel like is, we've got to a good yeah. point here. I feel like we've talked about things. We've had a great discussion. I think that we're ready to um, take a little breath in, a breath out and <sighs> think about something. So just I'm think going to about. give you a little mm-hmm. quote just to finish off the episode. with. Wonderful. Um, this is my ASMR book. Elise, hi so everyone. I'm welcome back to the podcast. i I knew can of worms. I'd set out a canal, a worms. Can, what's it called? A can of worms, a barrel, and a can. Oh, like hilarious. Playing with them. Safe okay, space. so back to Sorry. the calm space. I've got a quote for you. It's by Mrs. LR Nost. She's a social activist. And she said that taking care of yourself doesn't mean me first. It means me Very too. inspirational. And... I think that mm. that rounds off the podcast very nice it's Very you know perfect. we're fighting for community yeah. and in that we're fighting the internalized sexism and we're working with one yeah. another to break down boundaries and historical patriarchy not only in society but in ourselves and I think that is very important so if we've got any finishing points um I'd just like to um, just say thank you
1: for having me on um it's been a pr- mm. absolute privilege um and it's been it's been really it's been lovely to talk about these things as well because it's yes. been like a
0: free therapy yes, session yeah i feel actually it's, it's like the weight that's been lifted off my shoulders <laughs> Bless, bless you <laughs> what a nice bless you <laughs> Finishing off with Sorry, piece. I tried what to take the microphone to out and
1: everything pretty <laughs> <laughs> me I felt oh, when I was gosh. talking and I was like, Oh my god,
0: <laughs> these Oh no. I feel bad.
1: Oh anyway, yeah, I just want to say it's been an absolute privilege and I think it's been it's been great to talk about these things as well with with you guys and mm. I think as well to, you know, have a proper discussion because it, it, we can't normally necessarily talk about these things and you know, it kind of yeah. always—it's not—it's always very light-hearted, but it's been nice to have like a proper conversation. Um, You know, but we also have to have some like hard conversations as well. But it's been nice to be able to talk about mm. these important mm. things because they are very, very important. Um So yeah, I just want to say it's been an absolute privilege and it's been lovely to have this great chat with you guys. It will, will not. So be, this will it's, not will be will only the not beginning. beginning. We'll will,
0: we will make sure it's This not, is the first absolutely. of many. Step back, yes. people. Step yeah. the girls' Step bathroom. Away. Yeah. Step back. The James Smith podcast. Joe Rogan, you ain't seen nothing yet. Just saying. We're ready, and we, we love you. Ready I just, Anna, just any finishing on thoughts? social media, just be yourself and just just love everyone. Be just kind. Everyone. Just chill out. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. spreading peace and love. Um, so we didn't <laughs> remember Sorry. that taking care of mm. yourself. Means taking care exactly. of all of us, and um, that is something that at floor we do. Yeah, it's one of our key. Points. Shall we finish with like a little um, quote okay, from each yeah. of us? I think that'd be cute. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: My quote would it. be,
1: "Whatever will be, will be," and just remember to be kind on yourself and to other people.
0: Elise Taylor, twenty twenty one. Eleanor Briggs, um, have you got anything interesting? It's okay if you haven't. If you got facts um, or anything cool.
1: <laughs>
0: um, oh, I like this Exposed. one. Exposed. Uh, self-love isn't selfish. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> and we were talking before that. about that selfishness. True. I think this was yesterday. Selfishness and mm. putting that into our normal life from the twenty-first of June. You put yourself. Mm-hmm. If not. First, at least up there, you know? A very, very a close very, second. Because yeah. mm. <laughs> it is your life. And you yeah. have to be the main character. Um, mm. Mm. That's true. I didn't have kind one of <laughs> Sorry, her, I did
1: bring but... this on the... This probably wasn't... A... It's okay. It's just because
0: control. I wanted um... to be kind. <laughs> it's okay. I do have a lot going around hmm. my brain though. Um you like you're so, clean, like a walking Chessie King, machine. <laughs> Chessie King had mentioned in her podcast that she did with Kickpod mm-hmm. I think it was. Um she also mentions this in her book. Her book's called Be Your Own Best Friend. That's such a great um, title. Order it. No, I'm joking. Um, and <laughs> I that not fun. No, the 23, great 23 book. for tw- she said that um if you're going to give advice to your friend imagine that you are your best friend what would you say to your friend in that situation and even though that's very i think it's quite advice, powerful it's great advice if you let it let's think yeah. about it if i would tell elise today to get in the shower get her perfume mm. on put a bit of mascara on why can't i do the same and i think that that is why we should be yes. working together as a community and females, work separately. working together mm. always because turning against each other and conflict can be natural but chances are it's not there's always something you can do to help and um that's what we're all about here so lastly elise could you drop your instagram handle? Um, for me? my
1: instagram handle is elise x taylor uh,
0: elena briggs for the double s and lens. Eleanor briggs and i'm isabel Waterworth, thank and you. this has been the floor podcast bye, bye. thank you for thank you guys me. make sure you stay tuned thank you Um, keep up to date with the blog on floor and with our social media page and we will be staying in touch keeping us all together and engaged and educated in this lockdown as it continues and continues to unfold so thank you for joining us we'll see you very you.